I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and I welcome you to Life-Changing Wellness, Episode 56. Today, we talk about healthy travel tips, which you can use domestically and abroad. So it's time to pack your bags with a healthy Voyager on this life-changing episode. This is Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness. Life-Changing Wellness. Here's Dr. Ward Bond. Welcome, everyone. This is going to be a great program for you today. I love to travel. I know many of you love to travel, and we're going to learn a lot how to be healthy and eat right as we visit the places of our dreams. So before we begin, if we could just do me a favor, please head over to iTunes after the interview with my guest today, rate and review the show for me, and I thank you ahead of time for making our show great. And I encourage you to look up my show page on RadioMD.com slash Dr. Bond. Well, my guest today is Carolyn Scott Hamilton, the Healthy Voyager, and she is the creator and host of the Healthy Voyager web series, site, and overall brand. She is an award-winning healthy, special diet, and green living, and travel expert, holistic nutritionist, a plant-based vegan chef, a best-selling cookbook author, as well as a television personality. Carolyn Scott Hamilton is a respected figure in the world of healthy lifestyle and travel, and the Healthy Voyager aims to help people live well, one veggie at a time. So ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome our guest today, Carolyn Scott Hamilton. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. Oh, you know, I'm so excited about today's program because I love to travel, but it gets to be so tough sometimes depending on your location, of trying to find foods to eat. And uh, not to say staying on a diet, as, but to maintain the healthy lifestyle. So what I would like to do is, or have you uh, tell us, first tell us about yourself and how you actually became the Healthy Voyager. Sure. I um, Well, it started probably close to 20 years ago <laughs> when I... Uh, I went fully plant-based, but I didn't really start to use uh, the information that I learned. I got my master's in holistic nutrition, and I went to culinary school basically just to kind of have my own knowledge about the subject because I switched cold turkey, and it was so long ago before it was the trend. You know, I didn't know any other people that were doing what I was doing, uh, so I really just wanted to know from my own personal uh, knowledge. And then um, I traveled quite a bit for work. And I would kind of do what I like to say, MacGyver-style cooking in my hotel room. Like, I'd make uh, steamed vegetables in the coffee pot. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All kinds of really funny things because it was more difficult back then for me to try and find healthier options that kind of worked for me. But it's changed so much since then. But uh, in '05, I thought, you know what? There isn't a travel show that kind of, covers this sort of topic. At the time, it was just all you had were, you know, people eating bugs in the Amazon or eating like a 20-pound cheeseburger. You know, there was nothing in between as far as, you know, travel shows went. They were pretty extreme. And I thought, oh, well, no one's doing this. No one's tackling healthy kind of beneficial travel. So I launched that in 05, and here we are now, um, still rocking and rolling and eating my way around the world. Well, that, that, that's so awesome. Now, what are, for all of us, uh, what are your top tips for healthy travel? Um, 
I have a few, but my go-tos are pretty simple. They they may sound a little obvious, but everyone can always use a little bit of a reminder, right? Um, my first one, hands down, is hydration. So I don't leave the house, whether it's go down the street or to go across the world without my water bottle. Uh, being, staying hydrated is super, super important, especially when you're flying uh, because you get over dehydrated on the flight uh, and dehydration leads to all sorts of things, headaches, jet lag, all sorts of cramping and pain, uh, fatigue. So being hydrated is my number one. So whether you're flying or road tripping or just out sightseeing at the destination, uh, it's really, really, really important to always be hydrated, properly hydrated. Well, let me ask so you this. that's my first one and a simple one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this on the, the hydration because I've noticed this when I travel, uh, especially in hotel rooms. A lot of the hotels mm-hmm. seem to use a soft water system based on sodium. And a lot of people mm-hmm. will find that if they drink the water from the hotel or if they get a, cu- a cup of coffee or iced tea, especially women find out the next morning they're waking up and they feel so bloated and they can't figure out why. Mm-hmm. And it's usually the hotel. I usually just go buy me a case of bottled water and just skip what's That's coming exactly from the hotel. That's exactly what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I do... never I never drink tap water, um, especially because I travel so much abroad. Um, so I I tend to stay away from tap water. Um, there are water bottles that have filters, um, but you never really know. I just I bring my own water bottle and then I'll fill it with water that I buy at the store. Or <clears throat> I'm noticing I actually noticed this recently. Um, this was in Hawaii. Almost every hotel would give you a complimentary water bottle. And they had water filling stations throughout the hotel, which was really neat. They were filtered water stations. So that way, you know, they didn't give out the complimentary water bottles, which are bad for the environment, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, so I'm seeing a lot of a lot of kind of change in that in that world as far as um, that goes. But, uh, yeah, whether you're refilling your own bottles with filtered water or buying your water um, or using the complimentary hotel water, Either way, staying hydrated is super, super important. So what are your other top tips? Um, I like to bring uh, my green packet, which um, in case I'm uh, like all day traveling or sightseeing and I know that I'm not going to be able to have access to fresh vegetables for whatever reason, these green packets, uh, the ones that I use, uh, each packet goes in about eight ounces of water and uh, it's servings of vegetables in one packet. So obviously, you know, eating fresh uh, vegetables is the best option, but when you are out of options, it's always good to have that with you so that you know you're getting properly, um, you know, fed whenever you can on the go. So uh, that's always something I like to carry around with me just in case as uh, an emergency backup. Um, And I try to bring uh, my sneakers, and not to say that, you know, I'll be a gym rat when I'm traveling, but just to stay a little bit active. So whether it's a walking tour or just walking around the block to find a, uh, you know, a market to get some snacks in my hotel room, something like that, trying to fit in fitness where you can is really important because if you're away and you come home and you have done nothing on your trip, but, you know, relax, which is fine. It's much harder to get back to your routine when you get back home. 
So fitting in a little fitness is really, really important. And um, that last tip is trying to stock up on some snacks, healthier snacks. It'll save you time. It'll save you money, especially for breakfast. If you want to just grab and go and then go sightseeing, you don't have to go down to the uh, the buffet downstairs and gorge on all the free pancakes and and uh, over-sugared <laughs> orange juice and things like that. So, you know, just a little bit of planning goes a long way. So, uh, you know, I, m- most of those things, well, I think all of those things that you mentioned, I actually do. So, so far, I've got all my check marks that I'm doing everything right <laughs> when I travel. And, and I really love the the green packets because if I, when I go buy bottled water uh, before I uh, check into the hotel, I, I know that I have water there that I bought if I'm going to make maybe a cup of coffee in the morning or take it mm-hmm. with me and then add the green packet inside it. So I'm getting hydrated at the same time, but I'm getting nutrition uh, as well. Exactly. So I love that idea. Exactly. It's I easy. Love... It's convenient. And I, it's, it's definitely just part of kind of like breathing for me now. But uh, yeah, just a little bit of planning and you can get used to it and you can save yourself all sorts of things, time, money, your health, all good stuff. So what are some of the things you never leave home without? Hmm. Well, my water bottle, uh, my green packet. Um, recently, I actually got a kind of a travel size shaker bottle and I'll bring my protein powder with me, which is. Uh, another thing that kind of keeps me on the go, being plant-based, uh, it's again, it's gotten so much easier going around the world, but there are, especially breakfast time, if I do have a tight schedule, um, can be pretty difficult. So I will take my shaker bottle and fill it up with water, or I'll get uh, coffee <laughs> and uh, a little bit of almond milk or coconut milk and shake up my protein powder, and uh, and then I'm ready to go for the morning. And again, I don't have to worry about, you know, indulging or eating something that's just a convenience kind of meal that's starchy or, you know, not very filling. Uh, so that way I'm ready to go. So I've, I've gotten very uh, attached to my shaker bottle um, that I bring my, uh, my meal protein powders um, with. So that's another one. Um, and then on the flip side, just for work stuff, I don't leave anywhere without my drone. I got to get some pretty shots when I'm on the go. <laughs> you actually but, take uh, a drone with yes. you? Is it is this one of those do, little small ones? It's a little one. It's a little one. Yeah, he uh, sits in the palm of my hand and uh, he goes with me everywhere. <laughs> wow, that's really cool. That's really cool. Well, I want to ask you mm-hmm. something on your water bottle before you continue because mm-hmm. do you use do you use the stainless steel water bottle? Uh, I actually am super weird, and I travel with my glass water bottle. Oh <laughs> you know, it's wow! A bulky. Yeah, it's uh, but it's one that has the cool silicone sleeve on it. Um, but I just I like it. I take it everywhere, and it it really doesn't take up any more space than you know another water. It's a twenty four ounce one, so uh, yeah, I it's everything just tastes cleaner in glass. So uh, it's a little more precarious, of course, but. Uh, but I've gotten pretty good at taking it everywhere. Well, let me ask you an odd question. Um, a lot of people, you know, especially if you have an Instagram account, and, and a lot of us do, and, and we like to 
see the travel pictures of other people. And, and it really inspires people to want to travel. And those that are listening that may have not been able to go abroad, but let's say that's their dream and they plan on doing it pretty soon. Is there anything that we need to know by uh, traveling abroad, especially by planning going through customs, how we should be packing any types of uh, protein powders and green powders to make sure that we don't run mm-hmm. into any problems? Yeah, um, as long as it's not liquid-based, I've never had an issue. Um, I don't believe that they, I've, I've, yeah, I've never had an issue with powders. I keep all that in my check baggage. Um, but I do bring some in my carry-on for the flight and maybe for the next day. Um, but, uh, food you can bring on the flight. So I'm a big promoter of emergency food. (laughs) I always have some sort of snacks with me, you know, whether it's some kind of bar or nuts or, even like a sandwich that I made at home with my gluten-free bread, you know, that kind of thing. Especially for me, I take a lot of long international flights and the vegan meal option on the flight is never really that wonderful. So uh, <laughs> I'm happy it exists, but I always have, <laughs> I always have a supplementary meal. And uh, yeah, so I've never had an issue uh, as long as you're not bringing uh, full produce. Uh, like if you go to Island nations, they tend to, look at that, um, you know, indigenous plants, that sort of thing. So nothing like raw produce um, really going through customs works. But uh, as long as you're bringing things that are powdered or in a sandwich or anything like that that's easily consumable, uh, it's not an issue. Yeah, I usually tell people don't put a white protein powder in a small baggie because you maybe get caught by the TSA trying to <laughs> convince <that>. him <laughs> yeah trying to convince him that's protein <laughs> and not something else well what are your tricks to uh, <laughs> yeah what are your tricks to uh, avoid jet lag uh, I've uh, I have my own little technique that uh, that works for me but I know a lot of people have uh, difficulty sleeping on flights but for me I start my uh, jet lag prevention starts as soon as I get to the airport. So uh, I have a meal, I drink plenty of water, uh, I get on the flight and I immediately change my phone, the date, the time to the time of the destination so that psychologically I'm already kind of knowing where I'm going to be time-wise. I, I find a lot of people still tend to think, oh, it's, you know, 3 a.m. my time. I'm like, no, 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 you can't think like that. You have to be in the moment, in the time zone that you are now and not thinking about it. So that's the first thing. Then I get on the flight and I have my meal. I might watch a movie and then I go right to sleep. Um, I love my little sleep kit. I bring an eye mask, earplugs, and I will bring melatonin in case I'm not sleepy. Uh, And then I just zonk. Uh, And then when I wake up at the destination, usually they wake you up about two hours before you land. Um, I wake up pretty refreshed and then I go throughout the day and I try to stay up until at least 11 PM local time, sleep through the night and then presto, I'm uh, jet lag free and, and ready to hit the ground running. I know that for a lot of people, sleeping can be difficult on a flight. Um, but if you can, again, stay hydrated, try to rest, try to stay up as late as you can when you arrive at your destination, 
that way you'll be able to kind of just get on that time schedule more quickly. Wow, I'm actually doing everything right. I mean, everything you just said, I I do myself, <laughs> and I do I do take melatonin with me because a lot of people don't realize that melatonin is great for jet lag and resetting the body's internal clock when we go to a new destination. And I'm a firm mm-hmm. believer that when you land, if it's still daylight, don't go to the hotel and start sleeping in the middle of the day. Like you said, mm-hmm. if it, if it's 12 noon in London and you land, it's 12 noon and treat it uh, just like a normal day in London and go to bed at 11 p.m. And when you sleep the next morning, you're going to wake up with no jet lag. And to me, I find it easier to get used to the new time change doing that. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. That way you're not discombobulated and you can be amongst the living as soon as you arrive. <laughs> uh, yeah, have have a lot more fun. Well, let me ask you this because you've traveled to so many places. First of all, what is your favorite destination and why? Mm, that is uh, that is always a tough one for me to answer because I don't have one particular favorite. I have several. Um, just because you know, the world is so vast and, and so unique. Um, I would say I love Kenya. I love Iceland. I, uh, I love the Galapagos Islands. Uh, I loved my adventure to basically the North Pole. Um, I love Thailand. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so many, but those always kind of stand out. Oh, and, and Russia. I uh, I love places that are kind of off the beaten tourist track a little bit. Um, places that kind of take you out of your comfort zone. I know Thailand's not necessarily that because it's incredibly touristy, but there's something you can feel that way there. It's, uh, it's really beautiful. Um, each offers their own unique flavor and culture and uh and experience so the whys are all very different um i could spend hours talking about each place but uh (laughs) but yeah i mean anything that's uh kooky and uh exotic i'm into well i've heard a lot of great things about iceland and i have a friend of mine that actually skied uh both the north and the south pole so that's probably the most unusual trip I would say for yeah. anyone now for you what are the destinations that you've been to that surprise you the most as far as healthy food is concerned um I am always surprised that I can eat kind of a, a wide, more of a wide variety of food abroad than sometimes I can here which is funny I think that you know here we get so mired down on like trendy food and you kind of start to see a lot of the same stuff on menus. You're like, oh, okay, I'm sick of cauliflower chicken wings, you know, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it was good two years ago, but I get it. So, uh, so yeah, when I'm abroad, I get to eat kind of a, a, a wider variety of, of really delicious meals. Um, I'd say, well, Asia is very easy for people like me um, just because you can just go nuts on all sorts of veggies and noodles and yumminess. Um, I was just there, so it's fresh, fresh in my mind. But um, Europe is just 
killing it on the, well, they've been killing it in the organic space for a long time, but in the plant-based and especially the gluten-free, like with the special diet options, Europe is just all over it. Um, anywhere, especially Italy, you go to Italy, you go to Germany, you go to France, and the food is just so fresh and delicious, and uh, they're so creative with just the simplest ingredients. So that's what kind of always surprises me when people really celebrate food in its natural form and not kind of making it Frankenfood, you know? So, um, I mean, not to say that I won't, you know, stop to get a slice of vegan pizza if I see it, but I also love, you know, seeing somebody create a beautiful dish out of things they just got out of a a garden behind the kitchen. So, um, yeah, I think I'm always surprised when I go places. There's always at least one thing that surprises me whenever I travel. So, uh, yeah, if you're open to it, I, I know a lot of people eating um, abroad may be out of their comfort zone. Uh, but when you go to a place that isn't kind of a touristy place, you can be really surprised and you get to learn so much about the culture and the region and might meet some local people and get a different view of a city as opposed to, you know, dining in your hotel or something like that. Now, have you ever had a destination where you were, you felt really lost of trying to find healthy food that by the time you got back, you felt like you needed to go through a detox? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's happened where you just kind of are sick of eating. Well, for me, then it's been a while since this happened, but, uh, where I just kind of end up not finding, you know, fresh veggies or any good options. And I get really sick of eating French fries just because I want some sustenance, you know, or like really awful, you know, iceberg lettuce salad. Um, it's happened before, but it's been a while just because I think the whole world is shifting. I mean, we've definitely seen a shift here, but the whole world is shifting as far as healthy food, you know, and it's become... I, on trend for sure, but I think people are really realizing that health food doesn't have to be boring, flavorless brown rice and, you know, bland tofu. Uh, it's We've come such a long way, so um, I don't find myself in that position as much anymore, but I have definitely been there for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like the fact that uh, today's society seems to be driving the narrative for more healthier options. I think a lot of, uh, I know there's been tons of new companies that have come on board to provide healthier food to the public. A lot of our mainstay corporations out there, I think they're trying, or at least their marketing appears to be trying to bring healthier options Mm -hmm. for all of us. And, you know, I have to say, I live in Houston, Texas, and Houston has been voted the fattest city probably more times than I can count. There's a restaurant on every corner. <laughs> I I literally think that uh, the kitchens in the homes in this city are just a place to pass through. Uh, it seems like everybody mm-hmm. eats out. And then I wonder why we end up having the largest medical center in the United States. So one will feed the other. And uh, and for mm-hmm. everyone and for you, I think it's amazing because, you know, you're vegan when and you started mm-hmm. being vegan when vegan wasn't cool and it was probably a little harder yeah. to 
create the diet because, you know, back then it was like, okay, I've got fruits, I've got vegetables. You know, most people were stuck on tofu that they didn't really want to eat. Uh, but now mm-hmm. you can you can be vegan, and I think it's the recipe creation because you've done it. How many cookbooks have you written? Well, I have the one. Um, I'm putting out the second edition of that one uh, later this year. But then my I could write a thousand cookbooks just based on all the recipes on my website over the last oof, decade or more. Um, but yeah, it it is. It's about being creative and being resourceful, and really, again, celebrating fresh food. You know, not everything has to be the fake chicken this or the fake cheese that, which again, every now and again, it's totally fine. It's fun, fun to have fun with your food. Um, but yeah, really just getting kind of down in there and, and figuring out combinations of foods that you normally wouldn't have in the past. You know, like it's funny seeing kind of the growth of the plant-based movement over the last 20 years. Yeah. I mean, when cashew cheese became a thing, I was like, why didn't they think of that sooner? You blend up cashews and you put some spices in it. It's so good. You know, <laughs> like it is funny just seeing, and, and the more people are, are coming to the, to the space, the more creativity, the more kind of uh, collective mind, you know, coming in and, and changing that world. So uh, yeah, it is recipe creation, uh, getting creative and, uh, and not, shunning it just because it's it's weird to some people you know to many still i mean we've still got a long way to go but i think health food has has changed a lot a lot a lot yeah and it's just being like you said it's being creative and finding ways to create dishes and adding color and making every meal an experience and um and not just to get caught up in a routine uh i think a lot of people who would like to switch over to vegetarian or even vegan, you know, it it gets tough there, you know, for the short term until they learn to be creative and understanding that there are numerous options to create unlimited recipes uh, by avoiding meat completely. So it's not really that hard. It's an art. It's more of an art than it is a science. And, uh, you know, for Mm -hmm. everyone listening to the program, how how can they find out more about you and to stay updated with what you're doing and your world travels? Sure. Um, everything kind of lives on healthyvoyager.com, which is my website. You can see my travel show there, my cooking show, my weekly articles. Um, you can hear my old podcast. <laughs> it's still pretty <laughs> it's still pretty current, but uh, I quit doing it a while ago. As I can imagine, you know, it's a it's a job. It's a job, um, and it's a job. But uh, yeah, and then of course, those of you who are on social media, I'm everywhere on social media under the Healthy Voyager. So if you look up Healthy Voyager on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest, that's me. And then if you go to YouTube, it's Healthy Voyager TV, and that's ah. where you can follow my kooky adventures. Well, I, I love Kooky Adventures. It makes uh, life a lot more fun. I think everyone who's listening, ladies and gentlemen, you've got to be more adventurous, be more spontaneous. Uh, if you can't mm-hmm. travel abroad, 
cross the state line, go to another city in your own state. You know, my my grandmother years and years ago, uh, her and her husband traveled all over Europe. They bought a brand new black Volkswagen Beetle in 1968, drove it all over Europe (laughs) and then shipped it back home. Then she took a 1969 Cadillac convertible and they pulled an Airstream trailer. And she told me, she said, look, you can't see America by air. You've got to take the roads. Mm. And so I've been a road warrior ever since. So to me, I love, especially here in America, traveling the highways and the byways and doing the Route 66 and who knows what else is out there. And like you said, if you just go off the beaten path, it's amazing what you find. And it just makes life so much more fun. Absolutely. There's so much world to see, and uh, you not only learn so much about the world and other people, but you learn so much about yourself and how we're all just kind of the same, no matter where we are. It's really, really incredible, and uh, yeah, I would, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't trade anything for for travel. So, I agree. I agree. And ladies and gentlemen, please check out Carolyn Scott Hamilton's website, thehealthyvoyager.com. Uh, read all the articles. I have been on that website. It's a beautiful website, very easy to navigate. She has so much content. You could live there for a while and still not see it all. So it's like mm-hmm. traveling online and learning other places that she has visited that I can tell you one thing, it will inspire you to pack your bags. So ladies and gentlemen, remember to catch every episode of Life Changing Wellness. Just hit subscribe on iTunes or on my show page at RadioMD.com slash Dr. Bond. And if I can ask you a favor, please take 30 seconds and rate the show on iTunes. I want to thank you for doing that for me as we want to bring you the best show possible. And you can learn more about me at DrWardBond.com. Also check out ThinkNaturalTV.com, our daily television show, which airs nationally on Direct and Dish, as well as various cable markets every single day of the week. And thank you for listening again to Life-Changing Wellness with my great guest, Carolyn Scott Hamilton. Thank you, Carolyn, again for appearing on the show today with me and discussing healthy travel. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And ladies and gentlemen, I have been your host, Dr. Ward Bond. And remember, something spectacular happens when you treat your body right. God bless.